The Taliban doesn't have to worry about background checks, yet you and I still have to go through it for a machine gun. The Biden admin gives the CDC the green light to study the epidemic of gun violence in America. New guns and so much more. That's what we're going to be talking about today on Range Minded Podcast. What is up, everyone? First of all, I know, I know. If you look at the timeline between uh, this show and the last show, it's been way too long. Again, I apologize. Uh, it's, it's just been crazy. There's a lot of stuff uh, going on. Obviously, uh, we've missed out on quite a bit of news. Uh, but, uh, you know, life still goes on. I still got to make money. I uh, still got to keep the lights on and the internet going at my place, too. It is what it is. Um, so, yeah, I'm sorry. It's been way, way too long since the last show. Uh, again, this is Steve Zimmerman. Um, I, I, Nick's not with us again today. Uh, it's it's kind of my choice, my fault again. Um, Nick's been super busy with some of the stuff he's got going on. Uh, and I decided because it's been so long, I was just going to hurry, throw a show together Get it posted. Let you guys know that yeah, we are still alive. Yes, Nick and I are still homies. Um, we've just been so damn busy with with life that it's just been really tough to make things happen and and uh, schedule in times to talk to you, our friends all over the world. So yeah, as I mentioned in the beginning of the show notes, there, the Taliban. Man, who would have seen that coming? If you live under a rock and this is your only source of information, which I highly doubt, uh, it'd be hard to miss that, yeah, the Taliban kind of took control over uh, Afghanistan again. Uh, Biden, will like him or not, whatever, I'm, I'm going to keep that apolitical right now, decided to pull our troops out uh, and almost all civilians, sort of, not really, from Afghanistan while letting the Taliban know uh, what our intentions are and in so doing left billions and billions of dollars worth of uh, military um, implements I guess would be a way to say that behind we're talking uh, Black Hawk helicopters little birds three c-130s uh, troop transports uh, bomb proof vehicles Thousands and thousands of Toyota pickups. Um, I was looking around doing some research. Oddly enough, if you haven't looked around lately for some of these things, they're kind of being pushed out of the old memory hole online. I actually had to uh, to do some some little bit deeper dive to find out what exactly was left behind. Um, you know, talking about the vehicles, like I said, they're hundreds and hundreds of aircraft. Uh, it's it's ridiculous what was left behind. Nonetheless, uh, as far as those vicious assault rifles, uh, we left behind three hundred thousand five. Okay, let's try this again. Three hundred fifty-eight thousand five hundred and thirty assault rifles, whether that be M4s, uh, or you know whatever whatever stuff we've had left behind there. Scars. We left some scar heavies back there. Uh, crazy, honestly, like this is stuff that 
if you or I had outside the bounds of a federal background check, we'd be going to prison. Um, service pistols, whether that be the Beretta M9 or the SIG, it doesn't say, but we left 126,295 of those uh, over there. Um, that's a lot of guns. That's a lot of guns. Uh, machine guns. These are the, the fun ones. We're talking 240s, whatever, the saws, all that good stuff. I know some of you guys are like, you're an idiot. You don't even know all the all the uh, model numbers. You're right. I don't know them all. Uh, I am kind of an idiot, but that's okay. Uh, uh, 64,363 machine guns were left behind. Now, I want you to think about this. Um, with, with all this stuff that was left behind, I know you're going to say that, um, we were able to destroy or, or, uh, impair, I think it was 73 Blackhawks, which big deal out of hundreds, we disabled 73. I guess that's fine, whatever. Um, but the Taliban now is the 12th, uh, the 12th best arm, arm, armed army in the world. And by far the best armed uh, terror group in the world. And I, well, the Taliban really isn't a terror group. Uh, well, that may be true. That may be right. But man, those ISIS homies seem pretty close to them. Uh, this is a disgrace. And if you're not pissed about this, you should be. Biden has said over and over again that you and I cannot have AR-15s, which are not military-grade weapons. Sure, they may shoot the same caliber. They do not uh, have select fire. Um, yes, you can buy select fire weapons. Yes, you can have uh, full automatic rifles in the United States. But to procure one is a nightmare. Both uh, a time vampire, uh, they're very expensive. Um, you have to get the government's permission to say, yes, you may have one in your in your gun safe, but you must know where it is at all times. Uh, we can come visit you to make sure you know where it is, and so forth. Yet, we leave billions of dollars of American goodies over there. And we didn't just leave weapons. If you, if you haven't heard or realized, uh, state-of-the-art night vision, I don't know if you guys have seen the capabilities of our latest generation of night vision. It's freaking amazing. Um, and and now we don't own the night over there. For years, uh, we've been able to keep the bad guys up at night. No longer the case. Uh, that's kind of scary. And they have the ability to transport a lot of these goodies via the C-130s that we left behind now. Do they know how to fly a plane? Maybe, maybe not. But we already know that Russia and China uh, have recognized the Taliban as the governing body of Afghanistan. And that should scare you. Because with, with the uh, assistance of the two great superpowers, <clears throat> uh, yeah, it, it can get messy real quick. Plus, it gives them access to a lot of our tech where they can reverse engineer and improve what they have in their arsenal. And you're damn skippy that the Taliban's going to be going wherever there's going to be money and the ability to make them stronger. Uh, pretty frustrating, too, to hear um, 
top brass joint chiefs um, give the Taliban a lot of leeway as far as um, defending the airport, creating checkpoints, uh, <clears throat> and we see how that went when we lost 13 of the finest uh, in that blast and, and many more still in the hospital recovering from that. Uh, it's not acceptable. It's not okay. Uh, I mean, it, it's bad news. It's bad news. And if a Republican president would have been this incompetent, I would be calling for their impeachment as well. It's it's disgusting. It's disgusting to see that uh, American lives mean far less to our government. Uh, than uh, than meeting a deadline that's arbitrary. It's it's pretty sad. What do we do now from this point? Well, I don't know if you heard. Um, I know there's there's a lot of mixed feelings about Tim Kennedy. I still don't know how I feel about Tim Kennedy. Um, I think he's a great MMA fighter. Uh, I I applaud him for his service in the military. Um, I don't know what he's like in real life. I've never had a chance to meet him. But he was part of Operation Pineapple Express, which if you haven't heard about that, is pretty damn awesome. It was a, a group of vets that uh, made their way over to try and help evac some of those uh, some of those trapped uh, in Afghanistan still. Um, I think it was San, San Diego, San Bernardino. Somewhere in California, there's still... Um, a group of school kids, I don't know the ages, but uh, and, and I don't know why he would go to Afghanistan on a school trip, but they're still stuck over there. Um, I don't know if you've heard this as well. We actually gave the Taliban a list of who we wanted to extract in the time frame given, uh, and now the Taliban knows exactly who helped the United States and, and uh, what their relationship was with the United States. And they've already hunted. Uh, they are currently hunting down people that helped the United States, uh, whether that be interpreters or those who benefited us in some way. Not good. Not good. Uh, also, for uh, the citizens of Afghanistan, the Taliban has been confiscating firearms for their own safety from the civilians. Now, from the safe for civilian safety, probably not so much. For the Taliban safety, absolutely. Uh, now they are a big deal. Um, they're, they're the big boys in the parking lot now, and they're going to be throwing around their weight for a little bit. We'll see what happens. Um, this should be pretty bad for the Democrats come midterm elections. Didn't I say I was going to keep this out of the politics section? Uh, sorry, sorry, I get through the weeds. I, I, I get in there a little bit, I get frustrated, kind of get heated up. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But we can't have any of those goodies in our house. Anyway, um, talked about the CDC a little bit in the beginning of the show. This I don't, I'm not quite sure what to think about this after reading the article. So I found this article in Business Insider after seeing blurps. On, on Instagram and Facebook. So Joe Biden has nominated Dr. Rochelle Walensky to head the CDC. Uh, yeah, the CDC. 
years ago, uh, I think it was 97, yeah, 97, uh, the federal government um, cut funding to to get in, dig into the health epidemic of gun violence. Since then, not a lot's happened. Um, I know a lot of you like Trump. I like Trump as a president, but during his term, um, he actually reinstated some of that funding to study gun violence under under the National Institute of Health. So, is this a gun grab? Chances are, if it's coming from the federal government, it's it's leaning towards a restriction of what rights we do have. So keep your eyes open on this. This could be scary. She said that she doesn't want to turn this into a um, she doesn't want to turn this into something that that takes away the firearms from the public. But anytime they talk about gun safety from the left, that, that means they're taking our guns away. Um, she's adamant that she wants input from from gun owners so they can you know get good clear study. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I thought that was interesting though. Um, I thought it was interesting that we cut the funding all the way back in '97. And even under Obama, um, that funding wasn't there, which which he was pretty pretty de pretty dedicated on taking away some of our rights. Now we have Joe Biden, who said straight up before the election that he's coming for our AR-15s. Um, you don't need anything that shoots more than ten rounds, up to 120 rounds, or whatever that quote was, um, to hunt, which. The Second Amendment has nothing to do with hunting, and we know that. Uh, this might be something you want to keep an eye on. Um, if there is any kind of public input, uh, input uh, with the CDC on gun violence, I would highly suggest sharing what, what you know. I know that might put you on a list, um, whatever. We're already on a list. Anybody that buys a gun, anybody that looks for guns online, gets on Gun Broker or or Guns America, or whatever. Anybody that searches pro-gun groups um, or uh, pro-gun content on on the social medias, we're already on a list. We are we already know that. Um, so so maybe we just need to make our voices heard. Uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, I don't know if you guys have noticed this either. But there's been some new guns coming out, so I actually forgot to pull this up. I'll just talk about maybe some new guns for me while we're at it. So I I planned on doing a a video and probably a show on whether it's cheaper to build um, or buy right now. So I I uh, acquired parts for for one gun and and bought another gun to see if it, you know is one worth more than the other. Are you getting what you pay for? Is it worth building? We've talked about building guns before. That's definitely nothing new. But uh, it's uh, it's something I hope to bring out soon. I, we'll probably do a YouTube video on it. Um, I want to get Nick involved on this because uh, I really like his his commentary and and uh, and input. So it, we'll we'll get into that. And a later show, but Smith and Wesson. I don't know if you saw this. This is kind of the the big deal. Um, their new shotgun. 
is uh is pretty cool. Yeah, let's see. Sorry, I'm pulling. I accidentally closed uh, closed this <laughs> this window. Um, yeah. So the MP12. So I don't know if you've seen this. Um, it's it's kind of not a new design. I know it's actually heavier. So imagine the Keltec KSG dual tubes. Um, you can select either side. It'll hold. Uh, I think it's 14 rounds of two and three quarter. So you can run buck in one tube, slug in the other. Um, it actually has the standard uh, choke uh, choke thread on the barrel, so you can throw in different chokes if you want. It's an 18-inch barrel, and it's a bullpup design. So, uh, like I said, think of the KSG, where the uh, the fire group and everything is back against your shoulder. And then the, the magazine tubes in the barrel, uh, you just, just come from there. So it's got a nice short design. It's, I think they said 27 inches or something overall, so we're good there as far as meeting the ATS requirements. Uh, but one thing's different than this than the KSG. It runs uh, the safety um, is just like an AR-15. So it's something that you're going to be very familiar with about uh, moving from fire to, to safe. It's going to be very familiar. Also, the grip um, uses their same grip as their new AR-15 platform, which has interchangeable back straps, kind of like the M&P uh, 2.0, where you have multiple back straps. In fact, I think I heard they are the same back straps. So you can get that to fit or feel the exact same as your as your MMP 2.0 if that's what you're rocking, which I thought was kind of a cool a, a cool concept. Um, it's not light. There's uh, unlike the Kiltec, uh, there's a lot more metal involved in this shotgun. It was sorry, I can't remember where I was reading, but uh, I want to say it was seven pounds or something. Um, so it, it's kind of, it's kind of cool. The other thing is when it comes to mini shells, uh, there's, there's no, uh, there's no adding a little part like, you know, some of the other shotguns, you have to add some little part to run mini shells. This guy, you can interchange them. Like you could run a couple of minis and, and a two and three quarter or whatever, uh, so, so it'll it'll run and feed anything you want. The nice thing is too, or the cool thing is, is it'll run twenty of the mini shells uh, if you fill it to the brim. Twenty. So, and maybe that's twenty-one if you got one in the tube already. That's crazy. Uh, have a twenty-round capacity in a shotgun. Um, the top it comes with a Picatinny rail across the top, so you can throw iron sights or or optics or whatever you want to throw on there. Um, which which is cool. So it's it's an interesting concept. Um, I I'm excited to see uh, what other stuff is coming out. I, I hear rumblings that Smith's got more stuff coming. Um, I am not a huge Smith and Wesson fan for for reasons of my own, but I do love new guns. I love to see new stuff come out. I love to see the innovation. Uh, I'm still waiting to see the new Glock carving or any kind of images about it. There's been rumblings and some patents filed that they're going to come out with something crazy. We'll see. I, I don't know. 
if that's going to happen to Glock. Uh, because, yeah, I am kind of a fanboy. But Glock just kind of gets stuck on the same old, same old. And, and uh, you know, the new models, maybe they they uh, they flare the mag well on. It's a new model. It's exciting. And then they got 30 more models, and all it is is they, they change it to MOS or whatever. So that part does frustrate me about Glock. But for me, uh, I'm just used to running them. Um, I just like the way they feel in my hand, whatever. I know it's not good for everybody, but that's nothing new to you guys. You've heard that before. Um, I thought there was something else. There was another new gun out, but now I can't. And I'm sorry. I told you, I just kind of threw this episode together. Um, and uh, just to get something out to you guys. So, uh, let, let's go back to that, uh, is it cheaper to build or to buy? Um, I'm not going to tell you what I got, what I put together. It is not an AR-15. Um, I thought that would have been boring to do this kind of a segment with an AR-15. It is a handgun. Um, so, or they are handguns. Because it's a, uh, I don't know. It, it just makes more sense. And, and first of all, if you've tried to find handgun parts, whether that be sights, whether that be uh, trigger accessories, um, has it been tough for you or am I just a retard and can't find stuff online? It took me quite a while to find uh, a slide, um, trigger groups. Uh, uh, it was kind of a nightmare. And stuff's way more expensive, obviously, because... Of what's going on it's just kind of frustrating it's it's been it's been a fit oh sorry it's uh it's late at night and i <laughs> and it's been a busy day so what's new in your guys's world have you seen new stuff that you want to hear us uh you know review talk about um there's uh there's gonna be lots of new stuff coming out oh you know i did want to talk about this so the nra and you guys probably know how I feel about the NRA. Uh, NRA show got canceled. So uh, if if uh, you're still hiding under that same rock about Afghanistan, you probably haven't heard much about the NRA. They are in some financial peril, which actually puts the whole organization in peril uh, in New York State. They've been wasting our money uh, for years and years and years. And then offering us back cheap pocket knives and stupid bags. Um, every year, every every year they have the annual NRA show, and there they have some some meetings for the board, and they open it up to, you know, some of the other members. Uh, it's kind of like Shot Show, where there's booths everywhere. Um, unlike Shot Show, you can actually buy things other than firearms at the NRA event. Um, but anyway, it got canceled. So there are some major, uh, major brands that had booths there that pulled out. Now, their their logic was is they didn't want to deal with COVID, which I don't blame them. Sometimes, you know, companies maybe they'll be uh, held liable for their employees' exposure. It could be some super spreader event or what have you. So some of the major, major brands and distributors decided they were going to pull out of the NRA show. Um, and as far as I understand, the the booth money and all that stuff, I mean, that was forfeit. And think about all the literature and things that were printed, uh, travel, hotel, whatever. These companies spent a ton of money getting ready for the NRA show, a ton. 
of money. And the NRA was receiving a ton of money from these vendors uh, to have a booth. Well, they decided not going to happen. Now, was it because of COVID? That's their excuse. Or maybe was it from a little bit more than that? The NRA is in deep trouble. Um, it's a sinking ship. Can that ship be recovered? Maybe. But honestly, we need to get Wayne LaPierre and, and all those that are on the board. I, I Honestly, I think 100% of the board needs replaced. They, they are screwing around with our gun rights. Um, and, and, and I think they've been subverted. I, I think, uh, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Uh, that being said, we'll see what happens. Uh, the lawsuit with them in the state of New York, I'm not quite sure the status on that yet. It's messy. Uh, they, they've kind of dug a hole, uh, between Wayne LaPierre and, and some of the other members on the board. Um, Ackerman of Queen, all that. It's a big mess. If you think I'm full of shit, jump on the internet, do some research, uh, and you're going to find out that uh, it, that I'm not attacking the NRA because I'm secretly anti-gun, or some of the other um, big influencers in the industry just hate the NRA because they're secretly anti-gun. Um, no, that's not the case. That's not the case at all. Uh, I'm pissed at the NRA because... Uh, they were the biggest voice in Washington, and because of of uh, their own pride, uh, we're we're losing we're we're losing a battle. Um, but hopefully not the war. Are there some other gun groups that I think are doing a good job? Yes, absolutely. And I would start with your state groups in Idaho. We have the Second Amendment Alliance. Um, Greg Pruitt is awesome. Uh, he's a busy man. He's got a lot of stuff that he's doing outside of the Second Amendment Alliance. He's a he's a veteran. He's very, very Second Amendment minded. Um, and there are other groups uh, in your state and across the country that you need to be involved in. You need to put some skin in the game. Yes, right now it's tough. I understand it. Believe me, I understand it. There's a reason I've been working my fingers to the bone uh, trying to make my ends meet. Uh, and missing out talking to you guys is, is because money's uh, gets tough to come by sometimes and bills still need to be paid and kids still need school clothes and uh, you know and you still need to go on dates with the missus so it's, it's tough I understand it but it's not about the now it's not about uh, you know our our rights. It's about what we're leaving behind for our children and the next generation of gun owners. And there's no excuse for us to be sitting on our laurels. Get involved in your state and your local politics. Get involved in your school board. Um, we have some changes here on, on the east side of the state with some of our, uh, our representation. Um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, I... I would love to run, but right now in my life, I'm just, it's incapable for me to do that. I have too many irons in the fire, um, and I do like to sleep at night, uh, as little as it may be. Um, 
yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Uh, also, I wanted to share some other things. Last week, I had a chance. Adam Boyce, uh, friend of the show, um, instructor for Martial Blade Concepts. I had a chance to head over to Boise with him, and we taught a seminar. Uh, well, I shouldn't say we. He taught the seminar. I hung out so he could uh, cut me with fake knives uh, at Forward Movement Training Center. So Forward Movement, we've uh, they're also a friend of the show. Um, if, if you remember Ryan with Fieldworks, he does some stuff with Forward Movement. We did have a show with Andrew Cousins, who is the CEO. That audio got corrupted, and we were unable to share that show. Um, but you need to check them out. They have some stuff coming up that's pretty awesome. They teach a myriad of classes, um, stuff that's that's far beyond what what most people in the state the state are teaching, and and maybe even the region. Uh, Andrew's a very capable individual, and he surrounded himself with some very capable instructors, which is awesome. But uh, if you remember some of our goals episode for the beginning of the year. I wanted to take more classes. I want to get more training. Uh, I spent a lot of time with Adam uh, on a weekly basis um, doing some outside-of-the-box instruction, hanging out, and and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. You, you don't necessarily have to shoot to train. Um, I guess what I'm getting at is get off your butt and do things as much as possible. If it's not shooting a gun... Ammo's expensive. It's ridiculous. Get an airsoft if that can can do it. If you're incapable of of shooting a gun, dry fire. If you don't want to dry fire, or maybe if you are dry firing, you're getting 100 reps in a day or whatever, but you still feel incomplete, get into martial arts, whether it be jiu-jitsu or and some, any kind of kali or something like that. You need to be working your muscles in your mind. Um, it is imperative that we um prepare for the worst but always hope for the best uh it, it feels good for me uh you know i was doing jujitsu in the beginning of the year my schedule just did not work out and, and i had to drop it and i can feel the difference and it's frustrating me and and uh, hopefully i can get back on track with everything i need to so i can get back on the mats and roll around uh Am I a practitioner? No. No, I am very much uh, uh, a feeble student of the art. Um, but find a good gym. Uh, get out there. Work on your mental health. You know, it's not good for us to be cooped up in our homes, sitting on the socials. We need to be active. We need to be working on our, our well-being and be well-rounded so we can uh, be able to teach that next generation um, even better. So, man, that was all over the place. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably all I have to share is just kind of go through some of the notes I've written down here. Um, if you have any questions or whatever, you can email me or, or the show at podcast.iishooting.com. Um you can find us on Facebook at, at Range-Minded Podcast, um, as well on Instagram at Range-Minded Podcast. Uh, I also have my personal page, which is Impractical Tactical. You can find Nick um, at Hoftech Industries 
uh, on Instagram or Facebook. He's having some trouble with his Facebook page right now. They're being kind of silly with him. Um, it's Facebook, man. What do you expect? But definitely follow him. If you need a good holster, whether it be for your carry gun or, or maybe you're going hunting, getting ready to get out, uh, harvest some animals this year, and you need a good sidearm, man, he's got everything to meet your needs. Uh, Nick's a stud. And I, I, that's what I carry, Hoftac Industries, man. Anyways, holler if you have any questions. Uh, we will do better at keeping track and keeping up to date. Um, I, I apologize, man. It's been, feels like forever since, since the show. And it really has been. Uh, again, be safe, get involved, uh, be, be present in your family life. Don't, don't let that break off. Uh, we, we need to be good citizens in every aspect in our lives. Uh, fight the good fight. Be safe guys. Take somebody shooting. We'll see you later.